0: And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health And that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, if you'd like to contact me with any questions, suggestions, or if you'd like to be a guest on one of our shows, or would like an email read on the show, you can contact me at thirddegreepodcastnh at gmail.com. That's spelled T-H-I-R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-N-H, thirddegreepodcastnh. Again, that's at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you. Thank you again. Hello everybody, thank you again for listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Shaddock, your host, and um This episode uh something I probably should have done a long time ago, but um it's uh, in regards to trying different things. You know, it, they always say, you know, if the stove's hot, uh, so if the stove is red, you don't touch it, you're gonna get burned. It's red, you touch it, you're gonna get burned. It's red, you touch it, you're gonna get burned. Obviously every time it's red and you touch it you're gonna get burned try something different if it's black and you touch it You notice you don't get burned or if You don't, Just don't touch it at all. You're not gonna get burned it's three different ways, you know two ways work one doesn't so <clears throat> Excuse me if, if you know, you could try different ways and um, I actually um, Don't want to say that I'm perfect in, in practice this the whole time, but in the last year um, I, I did try this a few different ways and, um, which is amazing, I did mention this in one of my episodes, I did try one way, and, um, you know, I didn't do it on purpose, but my wife actually cried when I did it one way, thinking, um, it would actually help, and it actually hurt, but at least she was nice enough to express it to me, and express it to me how much it did hurt her, um, which I'll explain that as well. Um, but, you know, you got to play the advocate once in a while. You got to be the, the better person. You got to understand that, you know, people with BPD, they're scared. You know, they're, they, they think they're different. They think they're crazy. Um, and especially when somebody tells them, you know, you're fucking nuts. You're, you're crazy. That's one thing they don't want to hear because it almost reconfirms their own, you know, being scared in their own skin. You know, they feel alone. They feel... You know i'm crazy they're gonna leave me you know that, that's one of the biggest things i'm different you know um you know i've changed you know i'm not who i used to be you know they're scared they're very very scared people and that's one of the things that you know makes them split is because they don't know how to deal with their own emotions you know this is something that's new to them you know they could be 30 years without this disorder um you know arising and all of a sudden it comes out and they're different they don't know what to do And um, until they get help for themselves, you know, and even then, you know, they feel, you know, I'm crazy. I got to go see a shrink now. It's a complete scary process, you know, and I don't want to pretend I know what it's like to have it because I don't. But I love my wife enough and I'm so connected with her that, um, you know, again, I always say my wife, my ex-wife. But to me, like I said, she divorced me. I didn't divorce her. Um, You know, I see what she goes through and it kills me. The one who receives the backlash of it, but at the same time, it hurts her to hurt me. And she's admitted that many times. So, anyways, with that being said, this episode is about trying things a different way, uh, taking a different approach. So, with that being said, thank you again for listening, and let's get on with the episode. everybody, thank you for listening to Living in Third Degree with BPD, this is Brad Shattuck, your host. And uh, unfortunately I'm very upset. I had done a complete episode um, on this um, particular episode, trying a new approach. And um, I ended up having to pause it and uh, went to an appointment, and for some reason it disappeared, it never saved it. So unfortunately, I'm hoping I'll get it uh, exact the way I had it. Um, but anyways, I, I actually, I'm glad I'm actually redoing it because I did go off key a few times and, uh, go off the path and I want to try to stay on the path. So basically, you know, like we say with a kid, if you see the stove is red, you touch it, you burn yourself. What do kids usually do? They see it's red, they touch it, they burn themselves. Again, if they see it's red, they touch it, they burn themselves. It's red, they touch it, they burn themselves. Eventually are going to learn if it's red and they touch it, they're going to burn themselves. They see it's black, they touch it, it doesn't burn them. Or, if they don't touch it at all, it's not going to burn them. So the three choices. Two, don't hurt you, one does. So what are you going to do? You're going to try a different approach of something that doesn't hurt you. So, the point of the matter is, this actually all came up because one day... I made a different approach. I was tired all the time of my wife accusing me, um, either impulsively. um, You know, like I said before in an episode, we were sitting outside. We heard crunching in the woods, and she said, "Is that your little whore out there waiting for you? You gonna pick a fight with me and then go meet her out in the woods and have sex with her?" That's what I consider an impulsive one, where it's immediate. She either is an audible or or a visual, or um, even uh, sensory. Uh, She smells something. And it triggers, or it could be something in the past. Like one day, we were watching um, um, a movie. And there was a lady on there that had the same facial features and build as my wife. And her hairstyle was like she had done it years ago, just wasn't the same color. And I told her, I said, you know, if you had your hairstyle like that, like you used to in the past, and had it that color, I think it would look beautiful on you. Now, the only reason I mention that, because she always asks me when she gets a, a hair color... You know, she asked my opinion. So I gave her that opinion. Well, as the night went on, it was quiet, and then she left the room and she was gone for a little while. The next thing you know, she's doing dishes. What the hell's going on? I don't know. What you want me to do my hair like that and color it? Was it remind you of a little fucking girlfriend? I'm like, no. So you know, or or you know, she may smell something that brings up something from a long time ago. So, anyways, my point being, whatever the situation may be, I started getting sick of it, you know, denying it all the time. What other choice can you do? That's what I used to think. Just deny it. What happens? Of course, everybody wants to deny something that's not true, so you deny it. She thinks she's right. You know you're right. say you know the truth. So what we do is go in a vicious cycle. So one time I said, you know what, I'm going to do a different approach. And this was a spur of the moment. And I remember it was when we were watching the the TV show. So I went out, you know, like I said, we were having a great day. We had a great night. We were watching a movie together. And then, like I said, a few minutes later, she disappeared. So I went out to the kitchen and I said, why are you doing the dishes? The movie's not even over. She goes, oh, yeah, I know. You can go back and watch it yourself. Uh, I like how you want me to change my hairstyle and color so it reminds me of a little whore. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm hoping you'll look just like her so that way I don't have to sneak back to her. I can just have sex with you and hang out with you and think of her. She looked at me and she didn't even say a word. She turned away, looked at me again, and I almost thought she was going to cry. But at the same time, I'm like, she looks like she's going to explode. I didn't know what she was going to do. So she turned her head back around. I walked away, and I'm like, wow, that's weird. She literally shut up. So at first, I thought to myself, hey, there's a different approach. It worked. Usually, I deny it, and we fight, or I make a smart remark. We fight. I just agreed with her, and she didn't fight back. So anyways, I said, wow, (laughs) a different approach worked. But don't get your hopes up, because here's what happened. I go back in the bedroom. Excuse me. And um, about a half an hour later, she comes back in. She gets in the bed, and this movie um, had just gotten over, but I found another one, so... Soon she came in the bed, she immediately turned right over and was facing the other way like she was going to sleep. And I said, you know, I found another good movie. Cut me right off. No, I'm all set. I'm going to bed. And I said, can I ask you, what's wrong with you? She said, nothing. I'm just tired. So I looked at her, and of course her head was turned the other way. And I said, seriously, we had a great night. And, you know, you... Thought something, I went out and talked to you, and, you know, you didn't fight or anything, so I thought it was all set, and she's like, I don't even want to talk right now, and I'm like, wow, this is weird, she's never accused me, and then done the cold shoulder, but of course, like I said, I took a different approach, so I'm thinking to myself, you know, yeah, I like that how she didn't fight back, but now she's shutting down, so I'm like, what do I like better or what what is worse her fighting back or shutting down so i was really confused i'm like great he has the two approaches i either deny it or agree with it if i deny it we get in a fight if i agree with it she shuts down i'm like this is a lose-lose situation so then i thought okay is there a different approach is there a third approach possibly so I'm thinking, and I said, you know what? I would have never even thought there was a second approach. And now since I saw the second approach and saw that reaction, like with the stove, if it's red, you touch it, it's hot. If it's black, and you touch it, you're not going to get burned. But the third option is don't touch it at all, and you won't get burned. So I'm thinking the third option could be that actually I could look at her and say something. Now, if I could back up in that situation of her saying, what do you want me to do my hair like that in a color so it reminds me of a little whore? I would have looked at and said, no, you know what it would actually remind me of? That hair style I haven't seen on you in about 10 years. And guess what? 10 years ago, we were getting along really great. A lot better than we are now. So it actually would remind me of When we actually got along and we loving each other a lot better than we are now and as far as the hair color That's the hair color you had when I first met you when I first fell in love with you when you were 16 years old So those two combinations The hairstyle is when we were getting along and The hair color is when I first met you so those two things combined reminds me of you The woman I fell in love with and the woman that was in love with me 10 years ago. And then, no matter how she reacted at that point, whether she was going to react nasty or nice, I don't know. I have no idea because I've never tried that approach. But thinking back, I can't say I would have liked to take that approach first because you don't learn something until that event happens. So I... I never even thought of a second approach, but I, and then until I did it, and then when I saw that didn't work, I didn't think it'd be a third approach. So the point is, now I know that's the approach I'll take. Is what she says. Now, the other thing is, now here's the bad part about. The second approach and i will never do it again is the next day i went out to my wife and i said to her i don't know if i did something wrong or not but you know when i made that comment you know about you know the hair and and that and i was just being sarcastic and i agreed with you because Every time you accuse me of something like that, I deny it and we get into a fight. So I just figured, fine, I'll agree with you. She immediately looked at me and said, that's the problem. I said, what? She said, you agreed with me. To me, you basically said, yes, you're right. I'm confirming your fears. I do want you to do your hair, that style and color because it does make me think of my other girlfriend or my girlfriend. And I looked at her and I said, you really think that I was serious? She said, not that I thought you was serious, but that was my fear, is that you wanted me to look like somebody else. And when you said that, it was almost like, yes, you were admitting it. And that confirmed my fears. She said it was a shock to me, because usually you do deny it. But by you agreeing, I actually thought... Did I hit the nail on the head? And is he actually admitting it? Oh my God, I'm actually right. He's actually admitting it. And she said she did think a couple times, no, maybe he's just being sarcastic. But she said I was so in shock because I never heard you agree with me. But to me, you were admitting it. And I looked at her and I said, Michelle, I'm so sorry. I just didn't know what to do. I always deny it and we fight. So I just figured... I try a different approach. And I said, but can I tell you something? First of all, no, that's not true. Not any way whatsoever. So I explained to her at that point. I said, the reason was is because that hairstyle you had about 10 years ago. And that hair color was when I first met you. So it reminded me of when we were getting along, when you really did love me and were in love with me. Mm -hmm. And also the hair color was when I first met you. You were my first love. The first woman I ever had sex with. So those two combinations combined was my dream woman. And that's what it would make me remind you of. Not that I don't like your hair color now, your style now, because I love who you are now. But there's nothing wrong with remembering the person I fell in love with. And I am so sorry that I said it that way. I didn't know you would take it like that. And she said, well, to be fair, I didn't know I would take it that way either. I was caught off guard. I never thought you would agree with it. But to me, you were admitting it. And I said to her, I said, I apologize so much. And I started crying. And then she looked at me. She said, why are you crying? If I didn't say it in the first place, you wouldn't have responded. And you have that right to respond. And I've always told her, don't ask a question you're afraid to get the answer for. And she said, I should have known if I'm going to make that comment, you're going to respond. But I just assumed you were going to deny it. And when you confirmed it, made me think you admitted it. And that killed me, that you actually wanted me to look like somebody else and that you did have somebody else. And she said, but you're the one crying. And I said, because I don't want you to think that. I have not cheated on you. I never would cheat on you. We've been divorced four years and you're the only person that I have still kissed, held hands with, dated, and made love to. I don't ever want another woman in my life. If we're never together again, I will will be single for the rest of my life. I don't ever want another woman. There is no woman that I could ever be attracted to except you. And I am so sorry. So she said, can I say something? You know we've discussed this. It's hard for me not to accuse you of things when I think things. You know, when something triggers. And I said, yes. She said, can you do me a favor? I would rather have you deny it and we fight than agree with it. Because to me, that's admitting it. Just please don't ever do that. And I said, you know what? Some people would probably say, you know what? If you're going to accuse me of something, you don't have the right to tell me how to respond. I'll respond however I want. But you know what? She was actually begging me and saying, when I accuse you again, just please don't answer that way. And I said, you know what? I love you that much. I love you so much that I promise you I will never agree with something that's not true. I will either deny it or I'll try a different approach. But I will never agree with it because you just said to you, that's admitting it. And I will never do that to you. I am so sorry And she looked at me and she said, you know what? I think this might be a breaking point for us because you're actually crying. I accused you of something. You responded the best way you thought you could. And I'm telling you how it hurt me. And you're the one crying. And she said, I love you for that. And when she said that, I just broke down. I hugged her and I said, I love you. I will do anything to get you to love me more and more. I just want you back in my life. I will try any approach that you beg me to. I understand you have a disorder. You know, and I told her too, I said, you know, for better, or for worse, sickness and in health, for richer, for poor, it doesn't have to be sick as in a sickness like cancer or a deliberating disease. It's, you know, you're inevitable, you're going to die. It can be mental health sickness. For rich or for poor, it doesn't have to be money. Right now, we're in a poor state of our relationship. We're in a poor state of... Our way of life. For better, or for worse, this is the worst we've ever been. I'm not married to the woman of my dreams. The woman of my dreams divorced me. And I'm begging to try to get my angel back. So I will literally do anything, anything, whatever it takes, to get my baby back. And I told her maybe by you seeing how much I really love you. And that I'm trying and doing these things for you. And you can see that I am suffering. I'm not saying you don't. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. By far. But with your disorder, I am being patient. I am working with you. And I am literally trying different ways to help you. And I have noticed when we try different things, it has helped those instances. So I'm hoping by us breaking that ICE barrier of her accusing me. And me promising that I will not agree with it, that I'll die a different approach, because I know she's still going to accuse me. Even people that don't have a disorder are still going to accuse you, for whatever reason. And I looked at her and I said, listen, I'm going to say one thing. I don't ever want you to hold back your feelings. If you smell something that makes you remember or, or think that I have somebody else, let it out. If you see me act in a certain way or think something and you're going to accuse me, let it out. That is your disorder. Just like if you have a a tick, you know, people that have like, you know, they shrug their shoulders or jerk their head. You can't hold back a tick or you can't hold back a sneeze. If it's going to come out, it's going to come out. You have a disorder. I understand that. and You understand that. It's going to happen. And I told her, of course, I don't like it. You don't like it. You know, just like anybody who's got some type of disorder or disease. Certain things are going to happen. But. I hope you'll start realizing. That. I deal with it. And I'm trying different approaches. Because I love you. And that's why. Most people would say. You know what. You don't have the right to tell me how to react. I'll say whatever I want. However I want. And since you're actually telling me. That you don't like. That I agree with it. Because it's like admitting it. Then guess what. Stop accusing me. Because now I know that. I'm going to purposely agree to it and I'm going to add on to it and say something like, yep, you do remind me of her. And guess what? Maybe I'll tell you, put a nice tight mini skirt on. That'll really even top it. Put it over the top. That would be so cruel and mean. When they're asking you to do something, why would you not do it? Why would you not conform? If they say you're with your wife and she breaks her leg and she's on crutches, are you not going to Conform your house around her to be able to, you know, she can't do dishes with one hand. Are you not going to be able to take over that task or reach up and get her something? You know, if she wants a plate <coughs> that's in a top cupboard and she's on crutches and she can't reach up and you're sitting on the couch watching TV with your shoes off and your feet up. Would you not get up, come out, and get that plate for her just to simply go out there and do a two second task that would take you two minutes to get up, two minutes to get back? If you loved her enough, you would. And she couldn't drive anywhere because she's got a cast on her foot. And she had to go to doctor's appointments and go here and go there. Whereas you could be sitting at home watching a football game or sitting there relaxing. Would you not jump up and take her? What if she just got back at an appointment with you and said, oh my God, I forgot we got to go here. Would you sigh and make it sound like you're going out of your way? No. You look at her and say, you know what, babe? Not a problem. I know you would do it for me and even if she wouldn't it doesn't matter you'll love her you'll do it for her so anyways that's what i wanted to say about this um, subject try a different approach so i hope this helps you it helps me considerably so that being said if you have somebody in your life that has bpd love them as much as you can tell them and show them because they find it so hard to love themselves This self-image is torn. They may be bent, but they're not broken. Be there, hold true to your vows. Have a happy relationship and have a happy life. Thank you again for listening. You've been listening to Living in the Third Degree with BPD. I hope you enjoyed the show. And please check out my many other episodes. I hope you get some beneficial suggestions from my experiences. And remember, we're all responsible for our own choices. I'd like to remind you that if you have someone in your life with BPD, try to understand them and love them as much as you can because they find it so hard to be able to understand themselves and love themselves. So thank you again and have a happy life.